This is it, people. This is what you've been waiting for. This is Everyday Celebrity Podcast. The podcast for everyday people with everyday problems trying to find everyday solutions to accomplish everyday goals. Let's start the show. You, 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 welcome to another episode of Everyday Celebrity Podcast, number one podcast in Oakland, number, number one, one podcast in the Bay Area. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, it's been a minute, you know what I'm saying? I took a little break. Well, not a break because of any specific reason, but just, you know what I'm saying? I was just, it's hard to find interesting people to interview. Hey. So, you know what I'm saying? But hey, I hey, finally hey. found one. Hey, hey, hey. Today, tonight, we have one of the hottest DJs in the Bay Area. One of the hottest reggae DJs in the Bay Area. Hey, that's what's up. That's what's know up. I'm saying world known worldwide. Mm. He goes by the name of Van. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. Welcome to the show. That's what's up, man. Thanks for having me, man. How was your day? My day was good, man. The weekend was good. Uh, you know, it's um, it's always a recharge. Uh-huh. Um, Sunday starts to you know the reset. So, but it was a good weekend, man. It's always a good weekend. I look forward to weekends like people look forward to. Yeah. yeah. Well, who looks forward to like nine to five Monday thing? But you know, weekends <laughs> is when I work. So, but yes, today was good. Today was good. The weekend was good. It was my boy's birthday last night, mm-hmm. so celebrated that. So, yeah. So you're a uh, a DJ. How long have you been doing that? Ah man, um, I've been DJing since I want to say November, October two thousand and eight. Okay. Um, so a long time. I've been in the game a little minute. Um, yeah, I just yeah started. October 2008. I was actually the last time I had a haircut too. So my hair has been along the journey uh, of my musical career, you know? I mean, see, I've been growing my hair about the same time as you. Yeah, 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 yeah. My shit's way longer than yours. What's yeah, going I, on? I, I, you haven't I cut just, your hair since 2008? I, I, I did a little trim recently oh, okay, to kind of, okay. you know, even. I haven't out. cut my hair since 2006. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. All I, mean, right. I don't think your hair that longer than mine, but we're going to have to see that. <laughs> I don't but it's all good. So. All right, so you uh, you started DJing in 2008. What were you doing before you were DJing? Man, before I was DJing, I was a manager at Foot Locker for like five years, mm-hmm. um, honestly. But were you always into music and shit? Yeah, well, yeah. I used to carry some crates for my homie back okay. in the day uh, right. in school for like 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, that was a lot of money for you know, somebody. So he w- your, your homeboy was yeah, a, like he was a, a, he was a He was a big DJ in the Caribbean. I'm okay. from the Virgin Islands, St. Thomas, right? The U.S. Okay. Virgin Islands. Yeah. Uh, my mom is from the British side, so I actually have two passports. I got a U.S. passport and I got a British passport, right? Mm. Um, but, but I grew up on the U.S. side. Um, but yeah, my boy Wendell. Um, after dark sounds, he used to he used to DJ all the big parties at, mm. actually, in the Virgin Islands. In the Virgin Islands, okay. yeah, like the homecoming games and all of that stuff. Uh-huh. I actually used to like promote some of those because my dad was a promoter. Okay, um, and yeah, I used to carry like thing for him and get like twenty twenty five bucks, and I was the man because that was mm. a lot of money in ninth tenth grade, right? Mm. Um, yeah, so yeah, I did that, and uh, you know, I, I did like bad in school and karate and theater and all of that stuff. So I was always into more into the creative side of things. Mm. Wasn't the basketball, football guy, mm. soccer dude, or none of that. Um, yeah, and then uh, I went to college in Virginia. Um, I was doing like a little DJing on the radio there. Um, where 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 in college? Uh, Hampton? Virginia Union Virginia. in Richmond, Virginia. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, the smaller smaller one. I used to live in Virginia too. Um, yeah, you know. So I, I wanted to go to Howard and all that, but my mom's like, "You getting scholarship money? You going to Virginia, uh-huh. you know, boy?" So it was a little cheaper, but it was cool, man. Good cultural vibe there. Um, and then, yeah, and then I moved to the Bay. And mm. uh, I was surprised, man. I come to the Bay and it's like 
my cousin took me to like these reggae parties like every night you know mm. i was like what you're surprised that uh, was, the bay oh, area had a, a big reggae I was scene surprised, bro every night man oasis um, but yeah there was def- back in the day there was definitely yeah, a party yeah, for yeah, every day yeah, of the week. back then when i you know we mm. used to see each other you know kicking yeah, in yeah, yeah you know it's uh changed a lot too man changed mm. a lot and um i definitely think i, I i've try to take up the mantle to try to get it back to where it needs to be Mm -hmm. Um, but it's not something one person could do Mm -hmm. but i just miss i miss the international vibe of the parties i miss everybody being welcome i miss yeah like just a diaspora of of like love and the community vibe in the parties i was definitely like one of the younger guys in there at the time um you know now so now when i see like the 21 22 year girls you know, mm-hmm. coming to the vibe to hear vibes got us. It's surprising because, <laughs> you know, I was always like older, so now it's like I'm playing. Yeah, and them bitches guy. don't even know who that <laughs> nigga is. They just dance yeah. to the music. Yeah, it's just it's what's hot, man. You yeah. know, it's what's hot. So, do you uh when you when you DJ at these reggae parties, right, and these reggae clubs, well, especially in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. are you surprised that um white people? There's a lot of white people in these reggae clubs. Uh. You know, and some parties, especially in San Francisco, there'll be more white people than blacks. Yeah, well, it's different now. Yeah, it's, it's very different now. Back yeah. when we were in the club, it was like that. Now mm-hmm. I think, but but I think like you know the, the the Afrobeat thing is crazy, right? And a lot of people travel now with TikTok and all of this. Everybody knows what's up. Like it's the fad. Like working out's a fad, right? Um, you know, mental health is a thing. Like, go to a therapist. Everybody, like, I have a therapist, right? Yeah. It's a popular thing. Same thing with the, like, the Afrobeats and, you know, Vibes Cartel. Like, they crossed over to where it's cool, you know? It's mm-hmm. cool to say, you know, beat up the pussy and da 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 You <laughs> see what I'm saying? So, it's, it's, it's what it is. But I'm not surprised, especially in the Bay, because I feel like we've, like, you've heard Murder, She Wrote in every club. Yeah. You've heard... Nice to nice to know, yeah, let's mm. do it again, right? So yep. this is what we have to do with some of the newer music because every DJ plays the Murder, She Wrote, and the J-Book. Every DJ doesn't play the other songs. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the difference, and that's where we got to go to get the music back to the level to where everybody, like, we have a big diaspora of people mm. um, in the parties again. And that's what I try to do with my parties. Personally, like, I think it's a really good mix. I have um, some dope events that I've been doing, and it's been it's been amazing. So do you, so you think uh, today's DJs they only focus on like the popular mainstream music and they need so <laughs> you're saying you're that they me, need- you got to get me in trouble man I might have to get a shot for real I think <laughs> I think I think yeah every DJ comes in a club wants to turn the club up right mm. some DJs like and I run into this a lot because like I'm the reggae guy right mm. or the soca dude or the Afrobeats guy mm. so they come and they want to like run through these good songs and like I really don't care because if you do that I could start the party over just like that grab the mic boom yeah. so I think it's like I think it's like I go out a lot right I go out I shazam mm-hmm. um, I'm always on YouTube um, I'm always you know I get I get music sent to me like top 10 or whatever every week mm-hmm. and I just pick what I like I pick what I like and then I feel like I used to like to dance. Like, I always want to dance with a girl. So if I'm dancing with a girl, I hear a bad transition or I dance with a girl and I, I want to know what's next. So I, I put that into my sets. It's like, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm there in the club and I'm DJing and my boy dancing with a girl, like, what song would he want to hear next so my boy could like get the number, you know, get a step up less. So that's kind of like the me- method I use. I think, I think like we all need to do like a little bit more research, you know, just as DJs. Like, if I'm going to play at a hip hop club, I'm going to call my boy and ask him, yo, what's the hot songs? Because mm-hmm. I'm, I've already downloaded and looked up what I need, mm-hmm. right? I like 90s hip hop. That's my thing. 90s hip hop, R&B. But I know yeah. I got to have the little Uzi Burks and all of them, mm-hmm. you know, 
a boogies and all of them things. Yeah. It ain't really my vibe, but you just got. I respect you got, it. Yeah, you got to play what the it's people want to hear, bro. It's my yeah. job. Yeah, it's my job. And so in 2008, you were living in the states. Yeah, I was living. I was living here. Um, yeah. So living. you started DJ in 2000. Do you remember the first part of you DJ? Oh yeah, I did Club Six. That was your first booking. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you this, dude. I How the fuck did you get that? I hacked the system because that's a big. That's a big. Uh, yeah. So. It's crazy, right? Um, I was going to Reggae Gold from the time I moved here. Like, and shout out to Club Six. Shout, if y'all, out, yo, shout out to Club Six. If man, y'all, Angel. if you was a day one, you know about Club Six. Yeah, yeah. And shout out to Angel, man. All them guys give me a chance. Um, yeah. So I wanted to play at Reggae Gold. And I used to go there all the time. Every two weeks, I'm in there. I'm in there. In there. Mm-hmm. Mad Homesick is the only thing that helped me. Mm-hmm. You know, we work in and stuff like that. Um, and then I wanted to, to DJ. So I was like, man. I wouldn't go to the big party, but I, the same people who did reggae go did Club Six. But Club Six was at the time it was it wasn't like it wasn't oh five oh six or seven. It was kind of like dying down a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I went to them and I'm like, "Yo, I want to play." They mm-hmm. were like, "Nah, okay." Cool. Did he did he know who you were? Yeah, because okay. I was the dancer dude. I was jumping around, flipping, dancing, doing okay. all of the Jamaican dances and all. Mm-hmm. That. Come back the next week, I want to play. Mm-hmm. He's like, no. And you never DJed at a party before? No, I never DJed at a party. Okay. Well, no, I did a couple little parties, but I wasn't ready like I was ready then. I was ready when I went to them. Okay. So then the third week I went back. Back. So you were. Let me stop you. But so you were confident enough to be like, "Yo, I can. Yeah, I can. Damn, for damn pull, sure. I can pull this." I up. was DJing from. I was. I started DJing. I want to say February of two thousand eight, okay. and I was practicing for four hours every day mm. for about four months. Okay. Then about summertime i knew i was ready and then i went to them kind of like in october mm. um so then the third week i went back and i'm like let me look they said okay come back next week mm. and the next week i came back guns blazing boom um and then i did that 2008 october february of february of 2009 i started playing reggae go okay yeah so that that, that kind of steamboated just so you like, got reggae gold from Doing club set. Yeah, because I'm like, it was the same people doing the party. But yeah. why am I going to go to the hot party when everybody going there? Mm-hmm. So it's it's the same thing I tell these these DJs now coming up. It's like, you guys are able to get in these big clubs. But if you just, you got to do the groundwork, man. Mm-hmm. You got to do the groundwork, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like you you standing up with 300 people in the club. Not everybody want to hear reggae. Not everybody, especially my parties is Latin, reggae, hip hop, R&B. You mm-hmm. got to know how to get to these people. With you know what I'm saying, without just the regular hits that you're accustomed to, because when you're done with that, what you gonna do? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So what's what's uh, what are some things that uh, people don't know about DJ? Because I mean, when people look at DJs, they're thinking you're just up there. Well, especially now, you know, DJs are not like old school. You have to have a bunch of records and shit. Yeah. And then now you look at DJs, niggas just come in, plug in their laptop, and then just play a playlist. I'm not saying everybody do that, but you can. I that's mean, what a lot of people think. So tell the people. What is like a few misconceptions of, of DJing being a is a DJ. business, bro? Like anything else, mm. um, you want to get paid, you want to be successful, you want to get booked. I don't have a website. I know people, but another thing is, um, I mean, you, you know, the confidence comes with it and stuff. But for me, it's more preparation, right? I walk into a place, I see like you know five five like Latin folks. You know, I know I already know Africans and the Caribbean people. Like I got that on lock, and then I see a couple older folks that might know R and B. I want to be able to touch all of them, mm. but I need to have the music. Mm. You know, so it's like sometimes when somebody comes to play at my party, and and I'm being full disclosure, like they don't know what to do because, like, 
I know I warm up a party and boom, boom. Like, you have to have Latin music. Like, Bad mm. Bunny is the hottest artist. Download every Bad Bunny song. Mm. Find five songs you like that actually rocks the crowd. Mm. Mix that in with a new song and stuff like that. So, it's a business, but preparation is a big thing. Like, I'm home probably 20, 25 hours a week, every week, downloading songs, organizing them. I don't make sets for where I go. I be prepared for what I'm doing. Mm. If I'm trying to turn up a Latin party, trying to turn up a house music party, I'm a piano is like the brand new Afrobeat. It's Afrobeat in house. It's like the biggest thing right now. So if, I don't know if you heard of it, but it, no, 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 it, is, it is the thing. What's it called? It's called I'm a piano. It's like Afrobeats uh-huh. and house music had a baby. Okay. And the baby just is annoying. It's it's the <laughs> biggest thing. It's come from it came from South Africa. It's it's huge. Uh, you see it in a couple months. Okay. Um so yeah, that's the thing, man. It's a business and you gotta be prepared. Um mm. my parties is a lot is energetic people dancing, you know, jumping up and stuff like that. So mm. like it's just if you come and you don't come with that, you're gonna know it's not the right place for you. Mm. But yeah, just it's a business, man. And I'm always ready to help people. If if somebody comes and says, Vayne, I want a DJ, I'm like, okay, buy your equipment, let me know. Because mm-hmm. if you do that, I know you're serious. Mm-hmm. Because you can't come practice by my house every day. Mm-hmm. You ain't playing in no clubs. Go to the clubs early. Like, go there early. Knock on the door when the do- people cleaning up, getting ready. Tell them I want to play. Like, the people who DJ at parties, man, they don't want to do that all the time. They want to put the next person on, but you got to be humble. You got to be prepared. You got to be ready. And I think that's what's missing right now is everybody like a club used to have promoters. You'd have a DJ, a promoter and a club, right? Mm-hmm. The promoters talk to the club. The promoters talk to the DJ. He brings the people to for the, whatever event he's having. So if he knows he has a Latin part, he's going to get the best Latin guy. He's going to get the best hip hop guy. Now, promoter gone. Mm-hmm. DJ talking to the club owner. Club owner giving him a hundred dollars. He's good. He's playing in a club with his little controller that, you know, he don't even know that the wires, he don't even know it can't even handle a, a club system as mm-hmm. a $200 controller. So the business is gone. That club, that club owner taking all of the money with all your little friends coming. Like you ain't even ready for a party, but you getting all of this, oh, the drinks and the, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. and it messes up the business for other people. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but I don't, I don't hate. The band that's DJing trying to come up because it's a hustle business too. You know, it's a hustle business, man. Um, so it's like, you know, sometimes people got to make their way, you know. What about the DJs who take money? Like, here, nigga, I'll give you $20 to play this song. I mean, they, I mean, if somebody do that, I mean, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Uh, that's just not something I do. I'm more like if I like a song, I run with it. But so you only play shit that you like, not what like people are telling you to no, play. No, no, no. I mean, I I do it sometimes. I'm not somebody like you come and give me a, a CD when I'm working. Mm-hmm. Like I don't do that because you never know what's on there. Mm-hmm. You know, viruses, whatever. You know, c- technology is a little bit weird. Yeah. Um, I like to have my stuff like more prepared. But if somebody comes and gives me a song and I like the vibe, or mm-hmm. you know, a couple of people tell me it's hot, like it's cool. I run with it. Like the big stepper record, I. Dude, I was like, even mm. the, es- let's for- the Essence Wiz Kid record. Yeah. You hated like, that record? Huh? You hated that? Uh, I mean, Nigga, that's I like just didn't jump on it like everybody did. But it was a record like, because, because you know, there's the Essence Wiz Kid record. That's Afro, it's African song. Mm. And then there's like, you know, the Joe Boys and the, you know, the, the, the real dancing yeah. songs, you know, Fireboy DML, which mm. is like. Those are like real, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? When you want to turn up an Afrobeat party, mm-hmm. you know, but Essence just, it took off. Like, 
I, I think it's, yeah, yeah, I think it's the number, the highest grossing Nigerian yeah, song. The only uh, platinum Nigerian yeah, I'm song. Happy for, I'm happy for them, man. I'm happy for them. Burner yeah. Boy is my boy, though. That dude. Is. Yeah, I fuck with Burner Boy. He take, he take, he Have you met that nigga? Huh? Have you met him before? I didn't meet him, man. I, I, I DJed at the Lost in Rhythm Festival. Um, mm. I was trying, but it, dude, when he comes, it's like Michael yeah. Jackson thing. I, yeah. can, I can't really deal yeah, with all these little bitches it. running up yeah. to him and shit yeah 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 so don't even have a chance with the nigga but you know yeah yeah it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's what it is but dude he like his performance bro like he, his performance is yeah beyond, like I, I i'm always impressed sure. have you ever uh did because you know how like comedians like um uh, they they have a performance and like no one laughs it happens to every comedian coming up mm-hmm. Have you ever DJed a party where people were just like uh, not oh, dancing man, and like dude. not not feeling your music Crazy and shit? Thing. Crazy thing. I started, so I was one of them guys. I was DJing before I knew how to mix. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I took 20 of the hottest songs I love and I would press play when the song done. And at the end of it, <laughs> I was at this place right right down here by... um. Like right across from Con, it's called Heart and Dagger now, but it used to be a regular bar. So we did like a reggae. My boys did this live reggae band and I would play. Mm. And as soon as I finished, everybody. They were clapping? It was, but like that. Not like, hey, uh, it was like, you don't know what the <laughs> F you're doing, but congrats, black man. You, you, you're working, you know? Uh. So that kind of showed me. And then my roommate at the time, um, so I did that and I actually did this, uh, before I go on to that, I did this Indian, wedding one time and the indian weddings are like it's just real fast songs like mm-hmm. you know like danza Couturo and suavemente you know and I, pl- I was playing like i'm still in love and it was not the vibe it was it just wasn't so the, i mean well, really early in my career before like i really like like dude i love brazilian music i love latin music i love indian like everything punjabi like i play all of that like i i'm just I don't want boundaries of what I do. So like all of that was a learning experience. So I'll say like those were the early in the early days. But now so I like the challenge of being like, dude, I would play Britney Spears if, if, if yeah, that's yeah. what the crowd wants. I don't so this fucking like, for example, that Indian uh, story that you, you, uh-huh. you just said is, I mean, do you think it's their fault for not knowing that you're a reggae DJ and they're expecting different um, music? I was playing at a festival and I was killing it. And the guy who was was thing, he he had like like you could come play at the wedding. Um, but it was, it, it was, he, he was just extending a hand. I, at the time I was, I was maybe DJing like two, two, three years mm. and I just didn't know better. Like, mm. I didn't know to, to, sw- to switch it. Cause I'm not, dude, I'm going to try something, but I'm going to switch it. But at the time I was young, it was, a, yeah. I mean, now it's different. I got my, I got my folder for it, for them. Mm. If I ever ran into that again, but uh, you know, it's what it is. I'm, I'm not tripping. I got paid, <laughs> you know, <laughs> when was, uh, I mean, I'm assuming you do you DJ for full time this year, like your full time shit, right? Yes, and I also ran out of equipment. Okay, so um, when was the first time where you were like, you know what? Because I'm assuming when you first started DJing, it was just some side hustles type shit. Like yeah, you, yeah. you had a you had a regular like nine mm-hmm. to five. So when was the first time when you realized, you know what? I can stop my nine to five and and just do this full time. I'm good enough to 2014. like 2014. In 2012. Um, I had went home. My cousin got married. I DJed on a beach and I DJed back home. And it was, it was, it, it showed me like the Bay vibes and home vibes. Mm. And I was like, man, I, I know what I'm doing because I, it's like driving a car in an action movie and you doing, you know, like I just, I love to swivel through and, and make it to the end. Um, so 
I'm going to confuse you, but I just like, I like to be able to challenge of the crowd, right? Like I told you just because I play like, you know, I'm, I'm a reggae DJ. I started as a reggae DJ, but I don't want to be locked in that box. I want to mm-hmm. be more like of an international guy. Like I'm going to go to Vane party and he's going to make me feel good. So, um, yeah, that kind of is, uh, ugh, I'm confusing myself right now. So you're saying, <laughs> so, so saying, you, first time? yeah, when was the first time you realized that you can stop your nine to five okay, yeah, and then just focus on, uh, yeah. 2014, I, I was, I was DJing, um, I was DJing heavily with, for a few, few people and there was things I wanted to do. So I, you know, of course, like I'm the reggae dude, but again, like the Afrobeats was huge. Mm. Um, the soca thing, of course, from my home, it was, it was, it's big. And, you know, they want me to be in this reggae box, but I'm like, dude, like the welcome to Jamar thing is, is dead. Yeah. You know, and I travel, I travel all over the world. So I know like this is what's going on. Mm. So I always told myself, look, if, if I end up not working with some of these people, I never want people to be like, Vane, where you at? So mm. then I started Tropic Soul. That's my business. That's my LLC. That's my mm. party, Tropic Soul Bay Area. And uh, yeah, I just was like, I, I walked into Aero one time. I'll never forget. And back then, the, the, the day parties were starting. It was, do, but it was always be these like R&B type of day parties. You walk inside, people are talking, but like nobody's dancing. The music's yeah. low. And I'm like, yo, I will F up one of these places with my music and my people. Mm-hmm. So I went to them. It was Aero at the time. And I'm like, yo, can we do this day party? Again, the young dude. And, you know, they're looking at me like, you know, but they gave me a shot and bro, mm. it was lit. That was like one of the first like international day parties in terms of Afrobeat, soca, reggae. It was crazy. Mm. Like 300 and some people in the area. It was, it was amazing. It was like my first ever party. And like with that, it's like, yo, you could kind of go to this, the ceiling with this. So how, do, how does that work? Do you, I mean, do you, since you came up with the idea in the party, do you get what was like, what, what do you, how do you split the proceeds with the fucking well, venue? You know, for me now, when I do my events, yeah, it's mine. I don't, I don't, like, I'll partner with somebody or collab with somebody, but I mm-hmm. just, I would rather just do the work and pay people as they need. But mm-hmm. it's, it's different, you know, some people would approach you with like, you know, some people approach me to like host events or like, pro, like prom, promo, like I have a pretty good like email list and like, mm-hmm. a crowd. Um, some people just pay me to DJ. So it's, it's cool. But most of the stuff, like, I like being a creative, like I said. So I just like, you know, it all depends. It mm-hmm. all depends. But most of, most of the stuff, like, Branding wise, with my Tropic Soul brand is my thing. All right, so you uh, you grew up in um, you said the DR, correct? No, I grew up in the Virgin Islands. Virgin Saint Islands, Thomas. oh, Saint Thomas. Yeah, okay. Saint Thomas. So how 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 was that like? Let's let's talk um, about your 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 childhood. My home is is just like it's pretty cool. It's like Hawaii, but people look like me. Mm-hmm. It's U.S. territory, like Puerto Rico or Guam. Mm-hmm. Um, we still have a Caribbean vibe. Like we have our food. We have a, like patois. Like I would be talking like this and seriously raw, like, hey, man, how you doing? Like, yeah, what going on? Mm-hmm. Um, like, what's up with you? Yeah, what, what are you saying, my son? You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, 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 just, it's just a patois. Like, mm-hmm. my friends in college, you know, that I hung out with, I could talk to them like that and they would understand. But when we go into school, people would be like, yo, what's he talking? It's English, you, you know? Yeah. So it's, you know, same vibes. You know, we could come to the U.S., you know, just like anybody else. Um, passport is blue. Mm-hmm. Um, so that really helped us a lot in terms of like, I didn't have to, when I moved there, I didn't have to like marry nobody to stay and mm-hmm. all that crazy stuff. But, um, yeah, it was cool. I mean, you know, my parents. Is it, um, is it a lot of, um, is it crazy different from Jamaica or, um, kind of similar? Yeah, well, you know, Jamaica is rough. 
it's my home isn't as rough as that. Like you, mm. you know, you could live middle class and you good. You know, we got government assistance. We get, you know, money for school. Mm. Jamaica is like, you either like go to school and be really good in school or you're good in sports or music, mm. like no help. And I noticed that from going to Jamaica. Cause I was like, yo, it's like, what's going on here? You don't get government. It's like, there's something, mm. you know, and it's just, you, it's, there's no help. Yeah. So, my, but like I said, my home was pretty cool. Um, you know, American sports, basketball, football, mm-hmm. baseball, all that stuff. I was never like a sport dude. I was more into like acting, karate. You the only child? And, uh, no, nah, I got four siblings. Yeah. Are they all, where are they at now? Uh, everybody's in the States. I have an okay. older sister. She's like five years older than me. My brother and sister, they're younger. And then I have another younger sister. So four siblings total. Are you guys close? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm close with everybody. No. Yeah. Parents, what, uh, they married? My parents are married, man. Still married? My parents were not married in school. They split uh, up when I was a junior in high school, but they just got married in 2013. Shout out to moms and pops. I love you. <laughs> I talk to them every freaking day now. Are they still in the uh, Virgin Islands? Yeah, yeah. They came to visit here in 2017, actually. Mm. Came to like my parties and everything. Yeah. yeah. So they was, you know, they was jamming, man. They don't wanna, they don't wanna move over? Hell no. Nah, no, nah. no, 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 no. They're too rooted in the VI. My dad would move, but my mom was like, hell no. Nah. Yeah. So what's, um, I mean, island life, um, how different? I mean, how did it make you as a man right now? Do you oh, think man. do you think if you grew up in the States in like a city, you think you'll still be the same person? Nah, nah. Okay. I definitely will I wouldn't have been able to dance. That's what the, that's for sure. <laughs> I would have been doing the turf thing and <laughs> you know, I'll you know, yeah, yeah. y'all hey, I hate not a big thing. I love it. I mean shit, you can hate, I don't give a fuck. Um but uh yeah, I always say that, man. I'm glad I'm from there because I feel like every time when it, moving to the States is like we know about y'all, but y'all don't know about us mm-hmm. i think it's different now because it's like my daddy from jamaica my daddy from dr like that mm-hmm. and card b with the latin thing and trinidad with Nicki minaj yeah. um but i feel like i feel like yeah man i mean I, I remember picking mangoes with my friends and getting 20 bucks to go to popeyes and that was like the shit mm-hmm. um and then you know my, my like close family community um, you know, picking bush to make tea. Like I go by my grandma, she mm. give me like bathe me in leaves when I'm sick, and you know, it was just you know, we, we taking bikes and riding to the beach, and yeah, you know, you seeing tourists and all of that stuff. So it's just the food, the mm. food, the food, the food, man. Um, I started putting on weight when I got here. I was a stick, man. I was like so, so skinny, and now I got to work out and all that. Why stuff. is that? Because I mean, is the food yeah, healthier over yeah, there? But yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's like. It's like actually farm the table, like you know, you fishing and bringing it home, and yeah. you know, chicken eggs from the from the from the barn, mm-hmm. and you know, what I'm saying, and all of that stuff. So, and then it was more active. It's it's a lot more humid. It's hot. The beach mm-hmm. every day, and you know, what I'm saying, like you just, I just feel like, man, I didn't have to work out at all. But I mean, I'm older now too, so yeah. But I went home in uh, December, man, and it's just I hadn't been here there in like five years because I'm traveling all over it. But do you miss it? Nah, nah. Cause it's so you big. would never you would never move back to I would move back I would move back so I'm like, talking about to live yeah I would move like if like if I you know get a family and they are like yo we want to move I no. would but for me personally no okay. I think I have a lot more to see and do in the states mm. um, but yeah but yeah I mean I love it man I'm going back again in December God's prayers so. what's the difference in the party the Virgin Island party scene and <laughs> um, and the, oh, and the party scene in the states um. Our, I would say the it's a the party's home. Okay, let me see. It's like it's like one thing. It's either like a really big concert mm. or it's like a East Oakland party. 
Mm-hmm. When I say that, I mean like, you know, you go to a turf and that you go to a party and that turf, mm-hmm. right? But we play like everything, though. That's the thing. Like, like radio songs, Caribbean songs, Afrobeat songs. It's like really vast. The same way I play is the same way the music is. Like, we know all genres of music. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. So I'll say that. It's either like a really big concert with everybody or it's like you got to go to like a hood and like this hood has a party that's lit and that hood has a party that's lit. Is it like, because uh, you know how in Jamaica, uh, I forgot the name, I think they're called Fussy Fussies where everyone's like out in the street like party. Like Pasa Pasa? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's like a, it's like a club uh, but it's out in the in the middle of the yeah, streets. Yeah, well, there's a few there's a few like that, but mm. most of them most of, most of our parties are inside the club. Okay. So, but you know, same you know, we got good parties and we got parties where knuckleheads come and you know do mm. dumb shit. So, mm. uh, but for the most part, man, like home still it just has it just has this vibe. Mm. Uh, but I've always been interested in like partying at home but seeing like locals like tourism is our main industry yeah so i've been meeting people from all over the world from the time i was a kid mm-hmm. you know so that that was something that really like one made me want to travel and move abroad and stuff. so school school is the main reason you came uh out here i mean i've been wanting to get out of home mm-hmm. i used to i used to go to, to the states for like auditions as a kid actually too mm-hmm. for like you know commercials and stuff but um yeah i just i mean i wanted to get out i just wanted to i wanted yeah. to leave i just i wanted to leave so what was uh what was college life like for you <sighs> college life was fun man yeah it was fun was it, it a was culture good. shock uh no because i was in i was in union and i was in an hbcu so oh, okay. it was like you you know and it was a private school Christian yeah, yeah. school so it had a lot of the morals i got from home mm. but still you know you're going on the road to like vcu and stuff like damn parties was lit you know they <laughs> you know they don't look like me, but they they turn it up. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So it was yeah, it was cool. Yeah. It was cool, but you knew it was cool. Mm. It was cool, it was cool. I wish I went to like Howard or something, but I mean, I'm here, so and I and I enjoyed it. What did, what were you studying in school? Mass communications and theater acting. When did you finish? Uh, I did not finish actually. Mm. Yeah. Well, when did you stop going? Uh, I went there for one year. Okay. Yeah. Why'd you stop? Uh, you know, I went back home and like had some like family vibes. And then I'm um, like, yo, let me move to the Bay. And then boom. Why the Bay? Well, I, I wanted, dude, I was like, I wanted to get away from everybody. Uh-huh. I wanted to get away from everything VI. I wanted to get away from everything. Did you know anything about uh, California? No. I just met a lot of, I used to work at like at this like really popular store, clothing store home. Mm. And I just keep meeting people from California all the time. I have two uncles in San Diego. So you never you never even visited California no, before you moved? No. Man, that's, I was I wanted that's to crazy. I had a car, I parked it up in the yard, mm. I, I packed all my stuff, mm. I had you know, some little money saved, and I was gone. So when you got to California, you came straight to the bay or you were in San Diego? Mm. I came straight here. Straight to the bay? Straight here. What was your first move when you got to the bay? Uh my first move, I partied for like a week. Uh uh-huh. And then I started looking for a job. <laughs> <laughs> so you were partnering to like the money no, ran out? No, not really. Just, just you know, getting my feet wet. Um, mm. I had a cousin here, actually. I had a cousin that was here. And uh, he was, you know, he'd be in the East. So he was mm. taking me to them kind of like parties and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Which isn't really my vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I went to San Francisco and it was like, oh, you know, it was like, yeah, yeah. you know, like the, the flashing lights. And mm. I'm like, yo, this is kind of more my vibe. You know, okay. so, yeah. So you were basically like networking and shit. At the time, it was I was just like it was like headlights. Everything was just 
it was like what was what was you know appeasing to me or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I just like I said, I did that for a while. I did those like Isokan type of stuff. It just it wasn't really my mm-hmm. thing. And then I came to the city, and then boom, like I moved over here for a little while, and that was it. Yeah. And then Club Six was the was the first. Nah, the, I think the first place I went to was Milk. No, okay, yeah. And I was like, milk. what the hell? Um, then Tuesday, I went to Oasis. Tuesday, 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 then Wednesday, yeah. I went to Oasis. Oasis, yeah. yeah. Um, it's called, it's Mad Oak now. Yeah. And then yeah. Thursday, I went to Club Six. Club Six Thursday. And yeah. was popping. <laughs> and then Friday, I went back to Oasis. Yeah, I miss all them spots. And then I think Saturday, I went to like Reggae Gold or something. And uh, I was like, what? I, lo- I lost it, bro. Yeah. I, I mean, I was sweating. Dancing all night, don't even care. I wasn't drinking, no drinking, no smoking, mm. nothing. Just dancing like till I, like like mm. I don't know how I didn't pass out, but it was it was good. Mm. Yeah, good, good cardio workout back. Missed those days. Yeah, yeah. So, um, your company. Yeah, let's talk about that. When did you launch it? Twenty fourteen. Mm. Twenty fourteen. Um, I when I came into the DJ business again, I wanted to hack the system, right? So I'm like. What is it that I could do? Like, if I'm not DJing, I could still make money. I was always borrowing equipment from somebody like, yo, let me borrow a mic cord. Let me borrow some speakers. Mm. So what I did was every time I make some money, I would buy that. So like, I rent that out as well. So I DJ, but I still like have all the equipment you need. So some like a lot of the stuff at the lake yeah. they were doing, that's some of my equipment there. Okay. Um, so I rent that out. Like, you know, during the protests and stuff, they mm. were renting my stuff. I was trying to like give it up, but they're like, no, you're a black owned business. Mm. So they're writing a check. I'm like, that's what's up. <laughs> so, you know, that helped a lot. That helped a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's that's what the company does. That's their yeah, main I mean, focus it's, it's is just, renting out it's equipment. It's like a branding for my, just branding for me, really. Um, mm. Because I don't want to be like, you know, Vane presents all the time. Yeah. You know, I just kind of wanted to make it something kind of like more than me. Um, and I, I think the, the, the name kind of resonates with like what I bring. To yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you do this now, but I think you should... Uh just add this part to your company is where it's, you know how uh like if you're bad at math you can get a you can get a tutor you know what i'm saying yeah you can get a tutor that teaches you math you should and and you can tell me if i'm wrong but have you should be like teaching uh like oh if someone wants to be a dj they come to you you come to you hire you your company or whatever and then you teach them like the basics of idea. dj do you do that or do you not do that i mean dude Every month, like at least twenty people come and tell me they want to DJ. Yeah, exactly. At the end of the year, I'll see two people actually doing it. Mm-hmm. But again, I just don't. I don't know. I think there's there's so many good DJs in the Bay that are good that don't care that mm-hmm. get booked mm-hmm. from their friends and friends own clubs. Mm-hmm. That if you're coming in now, man, you gotta go hard. Like I see a couple cats going hard right now. I don't think they're the best DJs, but mm. them cats is getting booked like crazy. Yeah, but I'm not talking about them niggas. I'm talking about I'm talking about the the little fi- uh, fucking 15, 16 yeah. white boy yeah. that's at home that got money and has all this fancy equipment, yeah, man, but I'm, don't even know how to work. I the think time wise, that's just not something like you know in the in the forefront right now for mm. me. But I would be happy to help anybody who really serious and want to come out. I wouldn't even charge them, bro. I mm. I got helped a lot from. Mm. Just, just people showing me love. So I just don't believe in that. I don't believe. I just don't believe in charging somebody to 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 help them get ahead. Yeah, if you are serious, that's buy that, your equipment. That's that Virgin Island talking. Yeah, I know. I know, man. You got. You got. You got to get into cap- capitalism. This is the world of that. I'm shit. not hungry and I'm not starving, bro. So it's just. It's just. I. I. I would, I would feel bad. Yeah. You know. It's like. It's. It's. It's up to you if you want it. I mm. see. I see room. Like right now, 
there's there's major room for like female DJs, mm. especially female DJs that play the music I play. Like mm. there's it's so it's so open. I know like I, I got like two three friends that are playing, and like I had to tell them like yo like what are you doing? Stop wasting my time and your time. Like get this because there's nobody in the way. Yeah. Like you come right now as a reggae DJ. Or, like you got me and like two other cats in the way, mm. but like. Female DJ, like, there's nobody in your way. Who's the hottest uh, female DJ you think out here in the Bay? Is it Green B? Um, you know who that is? Yeah. yeah. Um, female DJ-wise, um, there's a... Uh, I, think, I think Lady Ryan, in terms of, like, her... her, her um, when I say in terms of, like, what she can do to her range, mm-hmm. it's really pretty good. Um, mm. she, cause that girl, you know, she, she, she actually like studies, you know, Afrobeats and the Latin, like she could rock any, like the house. And I like that because mm. I, I just don't want to hear reggae all, all night. Um, there's, um, I think the, the girl, that girl, Shellheart is pretty dope. Mm. Like hip hop wise. She's, she, 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 she demands a crowd. There's other girl that play with her, um, and Dag. The, those, her and, um, I forgot the other girl's name, but I think that they're, these, these are all females that are in the Bay Area. Yeah. Females oh, okay. in the Bay Area. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah, but Lady Ryan to me, she she makes she makes me um, she kind of she, she makes me happy when I hear her play because she's you know she just doesn't yeah. stick in the zone and play safe all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like you're not gonna hear before I let go from her all the time. She's gonna try, <laughs> you know, she's gonna try something yeah. and you know, kind of be like, oh, oh shit, like let me shazam that. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I remember, I remember back in back in the days that we were talking about uh, when all these clubs were open. The thing about the reggae scene in the Bay Area is like. Every party that you go to, you see the same people. Mm-hmm. You see the same girls. It'd be mm-hmm. the same DJs playing the same songs. Uh-huh. So, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, if you... Uh, the reggae scene is so small. Like, you met, you meet a girl. You, you meet a chick. You end up <laughs> fucking with her. So, you should... And you will already... That's, that's, that's you, though. You, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> you will already know that, oh, this girl... I know she fucked with uh, a bunch of other these mm-hmm. niggas in this, in this club because everyone's messing around yeah, with each other because yeah, yeah. it'd be the same bitches in the same fucking but, clubs. Uh, but, bro, like, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I was never that dude because yeah. I used to come out and, like, I feel like my taste was probably a little different or whatever. I mean, I wasn't that dude either. I wasn't. I FYI wasn't, for the viewers, you know what I'm I, saying? Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Um, I just feel like. I'm a Christian know, boy. For me, for me, like, I look for, like, a different experience. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if I meet a girl that's, like, six feet tall and mm. from the islands or something like that, it's cool. But I want to, you know, I want to talk to somebody from Europe. I want to talk to somebody from here. I want to, yeah. you know, I want, I want, like, a different experience. So I feel I was never really running into a situation like that. Um, but you know, back then in my twenties, man, I just, man, I was just having fun. I was coming out to dance. But I'm time. saying you, you know the vibe I'm talking yeah, about. It'd yeah. Be like the same people and the yeah, same yeah, DJs yeah. playing but the same yeah. songs, but, right? And, but for me, that was good because it was like I'm seeing you all the time when we weren't like yeah. we never really been like super dope, but we never passed each other. We're like, yo, what's up? Mm-hmm. So it's like you like a cousin that live in another state, right? Mm-hmm. Because I see you like more than I see my family. Yeah. So that was kind of dope for me. It mm-hmm. was something that helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, when I, cause I was mad homesick, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. I was yeah. mad homesick, dude, when I moved here. Mm-hmm. Especially like in the wintertime, it was like cold. Oh my God. It was crazy. <laughs> but we did have club six. Yeah. And milk. <laughs> you know, back then. Have you ever, uh, DJed at a party overseas? Yeah, like man. other countries. I got, I got, I got the, I got the opportunity to play at a lot of places. Um, um, right before COVID, I was in Australia, 2019 October. 
Um, that was cool. That was that was really cool. Um, I played in Barbados before. Like I said, mm. I played back home. You know, um, I've been up to Seattle. I've been to New York. Mm. Um, played in London before. So yeah, it's it's been it's been cool. It's been cool. What was the best party you ever worked at? Man, uh, man, what was the best party I think I ever worked at? Uh, man, mm, that's a rough one. I think ugh, that's a, that's a hard one, bro. That's a hard one. Oh yeah, I was in New York, man. I was in New York. I was playing on a boat. Mm. It was like Labor Day weekend, mm. and I was on a boat. That was live. Do you do you rather do you like uh, working DJing like small events or like big ass raves and shit, uh, big venues? I mean, dude, it's, it all depends on the vibe. I think smaller venues I control a little bit better. When you when you do big venues, it's like a relay race, uh-huh. so you have to like tap in. You have to tap into. Uh, I mean, like you got a tag, I should say. Mm. So it's like the person before me. Right. He probably he like hopefully he do he do what he need to do. Then I could come on and I got to do up that. Mm. But if I play, if I play and I do my thing, then, you know, he comes after me and he he bombs or whatever. Then, you know, an artist come on. So I think the smaller venues are better. Like for me, a small venue is like three, three hundred, four hundred people. Mm. Um, the the thousands and stuff like that is cool. But it's you can only control your 20 minutes or 30 minutes you have. Yeah. So, I mean, mostly. I'll say like a smaller venue is more my vibe. Okay. Yeah. How how did COVID um affect your 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 business? Um well, <laughs> um I was a uh, man for 5 years I was doing this party in Sacramento, mm-hmm. um Capital Fridays. Um and mm-hmm. that was my baby, man. I I was just out here and I'm like I want my own event. Yeah. Um so I went up to Sac dude and so many people from the Bay lived there and we had 5 years of dopeness. Just it was it was a few it was a few like. Issues. I mean, well, 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 first explain what Capital. Okay, Friday, so Capital like, Fridays is, is you know Capital City, which is um you know Sacramento, Sacramento. Okay. um and I just I hit up this 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 like bar right um fifteen and K it's called Capital Garage um and yeah I just was doing reggae there and then I turned it into a reggae Afrobeat international party mm. and it was just it, we do twenty fifteen we started but like by 2016, 2017, it was just banging every Friday banging. oh so one one day a week. Yeah, every Friday. Okay. Um, and then yeah, I was able to travel, come back. I could book my friends, everybody. You know, it was consistent. It was a lot, but it was consistent. So um, you weren't DJing there every Friday. I was there every Friday. Oh, you were there every Friday. I was so, like the so base. There, I'm the base. Okay. Okay. But if I, I'm saying if I travel because I built the business, right? Mm. I don't need to be there. Mm-hmm. But I still promote it, get the right DJs. Okay. So COVID, you know, COVID kind of ended ended that because obviously it was a shutdown. Mm. And uh, you know, we tried we tried some things, but. You know, my crowd kind of wants to dance and they were yeah. really trying to do that and the vaccines and all of that stuff. So I hope you weren't trying no like Zoom parties because I no, hate that. I do. Oh, I have not I done like, what the any. Wants to I was not a Zoom DJ, bro. I, I refuse to do that, bro. Because that shit is stupid as fuck. Yeah. To me. No one wants to look at a computer I mean, looking at you DJ. I got what he needed out of it. You know, and even D nice shit was whack yeah. to me. Like I don't want to, <laughs> but you know, it's it's but dude, everybody, like I said, everybody has their thing. Like you're doing yeah. your thing right now, yeah. And on a level that to you, this is the best mm. podcast in the world, right? It so is it, number, it, one, it, number it, one. I was home, dude, and I was I was I was depressed last year because I was home for three months. Mm. You know, I live alone, no dog, no kids, mm. um, and you know, what I'm saying like I'm single, dude, and shit. And so it's like that three that three months of lockdown was rough, bro. Mm-hmm. So. 
my parents kind of helped me out because, you know, I was talking to them every day. They were telling me about like how they met and back yeah. in the day and everything. So that was really close because it, it helped me to bond with them. Mm. Um, and then boom, I started, we started again because, you know, I do these boat cruises, um, mm. in Jack London and that was pretty dope. You know, we, it was a lot more because we had to like, you know, mass and, tests and stuff but it was it was really good and that helped me a lot because i got to play so mm-hmm. i was you know and then i told you about the rentals too for the protests and stuff yeah. so i was really good some of my other friends not so good but mm-hmm. i was able to like you know take some people to food to eat food to dinner and the lunch and, but yeah i mean the pandemic was rough bro no none of us knew like that was coming mm-hmm. um but it you know find a way bro that that hustle mentality of like surviving and i'm just like you know if it's not me taking myself out, ain't nothing going to do that. So, so I mean, so there's uh, Capital Fridays back. Mm-mm-mm. Working on it. Working on it right now. Um, but again, like. Did the, the venue ma- close? Um, They just don't want the dancing. So, oh, okay. which won't work for my music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just nobody wants to sit down in the seat and listen to like, throw your hands up or, you know. So, what are you, what are you doing right now with Capital? Are you trying to find another venue I, to do it? Nah, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, so. I was like, that drive is crazy to Sacramento. Mm-hmm. I almost got a place there, mm-hmm. but I love here, bro. I still, I, you know, so I just kind of took my energy and brought it down back down to the Bay. Yeah. Um, a lot of people were going up there trying to do events, which mm-hmm. was cool mm-hmm. because now it's like this part of the court's open yeah. again. So like, um, I've been, I've been, you know, I've been doing, I've been doing some events down here again, steadily my mm. own events. And it's been, it's been, it's been pretty good. I'm, I mean, I do the, these boat events too. So these boat cruises and that, like that's been epic. You want to tell the people what the boat cruises are about? Yeah. So I work, I work with Bay Celebrations. Um, we got a couple, we got Reggae on the Bay. We got Africa on the Waves. We got Soka on the Seas. Um, we just did like five Halloween cruises. Mm. That was pretty epic. Um, so we're gonna do yeah you know, we're gonna do like a New Year's Eve cruise and stuff like that. Is this the same boat that uh, like Chef Uwe be on? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Shout out to Chef Uwe. That's the homie. Um, macaroni and cheese. That's all yeah. that nigga makes is macaroni and cheese. Yeah, man. dude. <laughs> it works. It's good though. Yeah, I'm saying it works. I'll just be fucking with him. Yeah, nah, but, but dude, let's be real. Yeah, it works, and the man everywhere. Yeah. So what does that tell you? I mean, good. Fuck yeah, he's doing his cheese. thing. Yeah, fucking mac and cheese, bro. The shit is good as fuck. Mac, bro, especially when you drunk, especially at two in the morning, it's good all the, like, bro, I don't even eat that stuff, man, because I'm on a little healthy thing. Yeah. Bro, sometimes I'm on a boat for like two, two boats and I'm like, mm. man, I need some food. So, um, yeah, man, we, we, you know, I de- do the DJ, he do the food, you know, base celebration has been good to me, man. I've been, so where, where does this boat go? It, so it, it's supposed to go to San Francisco, but sometimes if the weather too rough, we'll stay in the East Bay. We'll go to Alameda, maybe over to Berkeley. Mm. We just started like going to the Brooklyn Basin, and that's really dope because we literally come up like real close to them, and you know people there. Um, mm. But yeah, dude, I've been on a boat so much, man. It's so it's basically just a party on a boat. It's a party on a boat, man. For how long? Three. It's three hours usually. Sometimes it's four. Like we when we do like like all you could drink or like special like, events, it's like four hours. So like New Year's Eve might be like a four hour boat. Is it on like a certain day or is it what? Um, we usually do we usually do weekends. Um, we usually do weekends. We just did like four Halloween boats, so we're taking like a couple weeks off. But um, we should, yeah, man. You get you know got to come on with you yeah, one yeah. of these days, man. Do, hey, yeah. I can't get this man out for nothing. This man don't <laughs> this man don't come out, and I don't see you much. But when I do see you, you do yeah. ask me, and I do invite you to my shit. And you know what's yeah, up because yeah, we be online. So yeah, you do. That's yeah. the thing. I need you to get your crew together. Uh-huh. And you're gonna come on one of the boat cruises and then Oh, I definitely gotta check it out. Yeah, I definitely yeah. gotta I know, check it out. I know, you know, I know you don't probably don't be out a lot, but you know, I'm definitely trying to 
I, like now that things take off, took off the way it is, I really want to get like more core people involved again. So I think, mm. I think like now is the time to, you know, for us mm. to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, most definitely. Maybe we might even be able to do a party, bro. I think you know. Oh yeah. Make I mean, money sounds good to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to secure a, a venue space, yeah. a, a whole uh, warehouse, so I can do this in a bigger. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be an all purpose uh, media space. Okay. Okay. Well, and, well yeah, we yeah. got the most, music. You know, we need. And, that's you know, definitely. Let's, uh, let's, let's make it work, bro. That's definitely a thing. So, where do you see? Um, where do you see, or where do you want your career? Uh, in like the next five years, what are you striving to My, accomplish? Like, I really want, uh, man. So I definitely, it, it, it's it's a weird thing, right? It's a weird thing. Like, I'm gonna get to that, but I think about like sometimes I really want to like blow up, right? I really want to blow up. I want like ten thousand likes on a picture or something like that. But bro, mm. like, I have some likes that are like one fifty, mm. and then I have some that are twenty six. But then I pack out a club, so it's yeah. like what more do you want i want to do shows but it's just so tricky now in terms of like people not showing up and stuff like that when mm. like i'm doing homegrown parties with like djs mm. um but i definitely want to do like i want to do like a weekend or one of these like in next year at some point mm. just like three you know friday saturday sunday like one ticket three events mm. that type of stuff um and i definitely want i think in 10 years i kind of want to have you know these events where but i don't need to come like i have people in places you know you know djs at the djs and you know like right-handed people dealing with it mm-hmm. where like i just could kind of focus on something else and i know it sounds crazy but that's just like what i think i could do and where i want to be i mean yeah i see it. that's it that is a good idea you can have like a your own little dj group yeah, yeah. And just, and i mean people want to work like a talent them. agency but with djs yeah but you know you you know, your your hustle will determine what you do, man. <laughs> For real, bro. It's bro. You wake up, bro. We wake up, and it's like get money. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, like during the week I do my invoices. I'm getting music during the weekend. I'm playing somewhere. Like mm. been doing like a hella weddings too. For you know, the weddings are going on. It's like forty people as opposed to four hundred, but it's still pretty good. Mm. Nobody's canceled the weddings, mm. which, you know, which is dope. Yeah, but yeah, man. I mean, that's what I see myself in a few years. I I, I love this, bro, and I love creating, and I love. You know, I love the Bay. Like, I love the Bay and I love the international side of the Bay. So I think like that's something that differentiates me, bro. If I was playing hip hop, I don't, I wouldn't know. Like, I just wouldn't know where even to, if I would be like one of the guys. You see yourself in the Bay long term? Yeah, man. The Bay's home, man. Mm. The Bay's home. It's it's a hub for me because I've traveled everywhere from here and I miss the Bay when I'm away, you know? Mm. So like, this is definitely like a home here for me for sure all right all right so tell the people where they can find you well not um, i mean yeah tell the people where your social media handles and then like what other clubs and parties you got coming up yeah okay cool so yeah you can check me out um dj vane i usually just go by vane v-e-y-n and i'm at vane's world um on ig that's v-e-y-n-s-w-u-r-l and then uh tropic soul bay area pretty much simple one word um both of those are on ig and on facebook um and yeah so i'm doing like a lot of themed parties so i have mm. like five theme parties coming up before the year is done mm. so the next one i have coming up is called bad like eight, 90s dance hall right mm. um a lot of jamaicans or reggae lovers know what that means it's like the 90s was just like hip-hop right 
it was the best era of bringing in dancehall music ever. Mm. The music's to this day. You, like I said, Murder, She Wrote, Action, Oh Na Na Na. When those songs play, a, you know, I could play a brand new Skeely Bang. You probably don't even know who that is, right? Yeah. So I'm doing a party on November 24th. That's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it's at Zanzi. It's called Bad Like 90s Dancehall. You could like literally RSVP for free. Oh, we got $5 tickets up. Um, and all of that's in, you know, on, on Instagram, Tropic Soul Bay Area. It's in the bio. Mm. So that's the next one I got coming. I got a couple other surprises coming, but it'll all be on social media and you know, you'll see what's up. But, um, yeah. And like I said, I'm on base celebrations. I do most of the, most of the, um, the international events on there. Okay. Um, we do have a New Year's Eve cruise coming. So if you're looking for something different to do for you and your lover, you know what I'm saying? Come <laughs> on, come on a boat. Um, I think it's going to be all you could drink. Oh, um, so, you know, that usually ends pretty well. Nice. Um, some people end up being pregnant. Don't let that be you. But we're gonna have a good time on the. I'm just kidding. We're gonna have a good time um, on the thing. But yeah, man, it's it's all about it's all about good vibes, bro. So that's what so Zanzi like. is where you like like normally DJ on the regular. That's like um, your regular spot. I, no, I, I play it. like all over, bro. I play all over. Like play Hello Stranger, play at Somar, play it, you know Zanzi. But that's just the next party I have coming. Because oh, okay, okay. some of the other stuff I got, it's like it kind of you know after that we drop that we drop that so. Zanzi on the 24th. If you like reggae dance hall mm. and the best era of reggae dance hall, 90s, um, that's the next one we got. And then New Year's Eve um, mm. is, you know, like New Year's Eve on base celebrations. We're going to be doing a New Year's Eve boat. So that's where we at, man. All right. What about you, man? What you got? What you got going on, bro? I ain't man, seen you in a while. Let me interview got, you real quick. No, no, no. Yeah. We, I don't, we, <laughs> well, not, I don't yeah. get interviewed, man. Oh, okay. That's that's a, that's the number one okay. rule about this. Okay, like, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. You, you can't you, you can't I'm, ask I'm, I'm me capping, questions. Bro. I'm, see, I'm learning. <laughs> that's the word y'all use here, right? Capping, right? Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, but you know, we, I mean, we go connect uh, yeah, off camera and all this other shit, man. Enough love, bro. And I appreciate I appreciate you having me for real. But fucking most definitely, thank thank you for coming on Everyday Celebrity Podcast, gracing me with your presence. Nice to get to know you more in detail and everybody go on his instagram follow him uh uh, support what he's doing this is a black man this is a businessman and he's he's just trying to i mean do what everyone else is doing yeah man be the best say hi man i'm that guy say hi that he can be and he is when i say he's like one of the top djs in the bay area that's not a lie. That if you go to his bad. parties, don't go there trying to stand on the wall. You know what I'm saying? Go yeah, there to get go there to get sweaty. Yeah. Just yeah. think of the Nelly video, the hot in here. That's yeah, his yeah. type of shit. Yeah, we, uh, we're still here, bro. <laughs> Ten plus years later, we're still here, you know? All right. This is Everyday Celebrity Podcast, and we are out. Yeah. You